Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. This is Daniel. And this is Mike. And this is Gary. Why are you staring at me like that <laughs> big old grin? <laughs> Just waiting for it. <laughs> All right. Well, this evening we're going to be talking um, about the drama triangle and its opposite, the empowerment triangle. Uh, this is something that I've actually been talking with my sponsees about quite a bit because I've been finding it's been very helpful for myself. So the drama triangle has the three points. One is victim. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Go ahead. I have to get this off my sure. chest. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this Keep joke it. in the wrong. Okay. All right, all right. So, I'm really proud of you, man. All right, you've come full circle, and you're no longer a square. We can now sweet go on with the triangles. I'm no go longer on. a square. <laughs> Woo! That's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's Sorry. So obtuse. It, it, I know, right? <laughs> don't don't worry. This podcast will shape up soon. <laughs> yes. One way or another, we won't be cubed. <laughs> okay, I promise. That's the end. Man, there were so many puns right there. I don't. Oh, thankfully it's over. okay. <laughs> You're the math nerd. What the heck? <laughs> Anyways, so uh, the drama triangle consists of the three points: first being victim, uh, persecutor, and and rescuer. Uh, we've talked a lot about victim stance. Um, persecutor is an individual that thinks that they must win at all costs, controls others or um, or self through blame, criticism, and oppression. Rescuers are uh, individuals. Um, that intervenes on the behalf of others to save them from perceived harm, creates temporary short-term relief, fosters dependency uh, from others, and resentment. You know, and of course, we all know a vic- victim. Um, now, the wonderful thing about the empowerment uh, triangle is it's the exact opposite. So the opposite of a persecutor is a challenger. So that is someone that sparks learning by challenging assumptions and naming the facts. Focuses on development by holding people accountable for taking actions. So we do that a lot uh, as sponsors. Um, the opposite of a rescuer is a coach. Uh, they empower people through inquire, inquiry to help them gain clarity. So again, sponsor stuff. And then the opposite of a victim is a creator. It focuses on vision and... Desired outcomes takes full responsibility for initiating actions to achieve their desired outcomes. And this is something I've done a lot even for myself. Whenever I feel like I'm falling into that victim place, I look for how can I create an opportunity out of it. Mm-hmm. So you well, know, go ahead. Well, I have a quick question. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about these two triangles. Yes. Okay. And this is a model or a tool yes. that's going to teach us something about our behavior, about our actions? What? Yeah, so the way I, I've seen it and the way I've been doing it is mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a tool to pull us out of these negative places. You know, if we're starting to persecute someone, you know, and I've done it myself where, you know, I, I start blaming and focusing on someone like, oh, I'm, I'm in this rotten place because of you. You know, I have to stop and challenge my thinking. I have to ch- challenge myself. You know, am I really in this bad place because of them, or is it because of my myself? Is, am I have I created this op- this experience mm-hmm. through my own actions, my own negative beliefs or thought processes? 
So, so then these are these are tools because this is this is actually a new concept for me. Mm-hmm. This is something that you've been talking about and you've been excited about, and it's been working for you. Yeah. So, I'm I'm actually really excited to learn a little bit about this. So, the idea is is that we can use these models to identify our behavior mm-hmm. and then use and kind of the, flip the script and then flip yeah. the script and then use use the other triangle to determine how to solve that or correct yeah, it or improve that. right yeah. and then the shape of the triangle is so uh, basically most of the three points it, yes, it's, yes, a, yes, it's, yes it's a six point <laughs> <laughs> generally like it, how i have seen it it's either a diamond shape okay where the drama is on the bottom and then the empowerment's up on top or you know you have the drama triangle upright and then you have the empowerment sitting right over the top so it kind of looks like a star of David in a in a way. But okay. Yeah. Okay. So those are the two designs I've always seen it in. Okay. And but it's it, always where you can see the polar opposite straight across from the other. All right. Actually, I'm drawing it on this paper, and I like that. I like that visual like a lot better. Lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm actually going to add some uh, a personal experience to to try and help understand. Uh, one of the things that's been remarkably uh, brought to my attention is mm-hmm. that I fall in the category of rescuer quite a bit. Okay. Uh, when I, and I, and as I contemplate my own, uh, my own thinking and raising my children, this is where I, this is where I found myself an awful lot. Um, I had an idea uh, a long, long time ago. According I don't know. Oops. Oops. According to Google books, you had this idea a long <laughs> time a, ago. <laughs> I had a thought, a belief system mm-hmm. that, that I've carried with me for a long, long time that, I am the the source of all knowledge mm-hmm. and all truth, and and uh, as the father of these children, that I'm the you know the man that carries all the wisdom. And so when they when they come to speak to me, they've made a trip to the mountain, if you will, yeah. coming to the fountain of all knowledge and truth to get this from me. And that thought, that belief, has not served me well, because what it means then is is I fit in this rescuer mold constantly. Yeah. I'm in this position, this place, based on a belief system that I had that was incorrect, that my kids, uh, they can't do things for themselves. And as they've matured and as they've grown older, uh, my oldest is now 31 and my youngest is 24, um, 23, 24, that I've created this situation to some extent that even still today, I don't see them as being adults. Mm-hmm. And so this this idea has not served me well over these years. Consequently, when they find themselves in trouble, uh, I've created this dependency on me that I didn't want. Yeah. That I didn't want to have, but I'm still the ultimate rescuer. And I and again, those are those are bad thoughts that haven't served me well at all. I need to move from the idea of being a rescuer to now being a coach. Yeah. To now enabling them in some way to make decisions on their own. To encourage them, encourage them to step out on their own and to and to be assertive in their own situation. To make decisions on their own. I certainly did not contemplate the downside to being a rescuer. Yeah, and that is uh, that's not helpful for them. It's created a it's created an inability on their part to to move forward in a meaningful way, and that was not my intention. But that's part of addiction. Addiction. Sure. Yeah. Is that I fit so comfortably in this role, and uh, like I said, that's a I, I'm at this place right now, literally at this place in my life where I've realized that 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 thinking that that idea that I had was wrong and it hasn't served me well over the years so it's time to make those changes those are i'm at this place where this higher power is now enlightening my mind to some extent to say mike uh 
this hasn't been helpful for you. Yeah. This hasn't been a good thing for you. So um, that's given me a great opportunity now to move forward with my children and be more of a coach to step back and say, I don't have a responsibility mm-hmm. to make that happen for you. I don't have a responsibility to make certain that you, you know, this good thing happens for you. That's yeah. not my responsibility. That's not my problem. Now I can, I'm happy to be a coach and say, did you think of this? What about that? Mm-hmm. But I don't have any desire to step in and be the rescuer. Yeah, no, I mean, I was definitely that person. I was a rescuer with my kids, you know, and it's caused all sorts of problems, especially with my, my older kids. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm trying to play that role of coach where they come to me and they're just like, oh, my, my the world, the sky is falling. Yeah. You know, why is it falling? You know, I, I'm asking questions instead of going, go do this, go do that, or I'll, I'll bail you out. You know, how much money do you need? Or right, do right. I need to come, you know, you know, like daughter calls me up and says, you know, I have a flat tire. You know, can you come rescue me? Well, you know, where are you at? Uh, down in Utah County, like yeah. something like that. And it's like, uh, okay, well, I mean, that's a good hour drive, but, you know, have you tried calling your uncle? You know, he, he's five minutes away, uh, you know. What are you going to do? Do you have a spare? You know, kind of those mm-hmm. questions mm-hmm. to get her along instead of just bailing her out. Yeah. Um, you know, and I found that's more beneficial because the next time that happens, they're not going to be freaking out calling. It's they're going to go through these things. So when I get that phone call, like, yeah, I, I, I tried the spare. I tried doing I tried this. my uncle. Yeah. I tried X, Y, Z. But um, can you come help? Yeah. Hmm. We've established a rule at my house as well, and it's kind of a fun one. It's uh, I'm no longer authorized to issue any amount of money in excess of a hundred dollars to my children. <laughs> How's that my working? <laughs> I think that's my, a great idea. How's I think it it's great. Uh, well, so far it hasn't been challenged, but uh, you know, I, it's great to now have, you know, let's let my kids know. Hey, Dad, I need money. I need this. I need that. And I, I, I can literally go to, to them now and say, Gee, I'm sorry. I'm only authorized to issue up to a hundred dollars. <laughs> Without the inclusion of my wife. <laughs> now, if you'd like to include her in the conversation, and we, you know, we could maybe we could maybe do a little bit more. But up to up to a hundred dollars is the best I've got. That's where we're at with that. We've got some rules around yeah. that. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that works out. So, with this model, let me ask you yeah. another question. Okay, is it possible, according to this model, to be feeling? A number of these roles at the same line. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you can definitely be a rescuer while being victim or persecutor while being victim or, or vice versa. You can definitely be in multiple roles at the same time. So Very yeah. good. Can you give me another example of how... Give me another example of how this, this model or this tool has helped you work through some of your stuff. Yeah. So, like, when I'm being... So, let's, let's use the victim. You okay. Know, when I'm feeling like I'm the victim... You know, for example, uh, you know, when I was let go, it was really easy to start feeling like the victim, like, oh, great, you know, lost my job. How am I going to pay for, you know, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to buy food? All these things, you know, let alone get angry. Like, I've just spent four years here. Now you're letting me go. You know, all those type of things could have easily sunk me into victim. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, with the creator, you know, it was like, you know, I'm going to go out and create new opportunities. I'm going to go look for a new job. I'm going to start reaching out to people, letting them know, hey, I'm not employed anymore. 
and you know just creating those better opportunities instead of being in that negative place you know being positive being grateful that i had a job for four years um creating that you know that attitude of gratitude uh, creating opportunities by networking and getting to meet new people so being in that place of creation you know I'm, i can't be in negativity in that place i can't be woe is me when i'm being positive and grateful and you know being in that place of creativity very nice so that it, that always works and you know and especially when i'm working you know with my own sponsees there's time where they're in that negative place and mm -hmm. it's like you know and, and they're blaming or they're like starting to poke the finger at people and i'm like well let's let how about let's let's create a, a new opportunity you know if you know your spouse is being angry because of xyz well how about we create you know the opposite you know be, you know create apologize and then say you know I know this didn't work. You were unhappy about this. How about we do X, Y, Z? You know, because if you're just being angry and throwing out blame and not saying, well, this is why, or saying, hey, how about we do this instead, it just breeds us resentment. So by saying, hey, let's do this instead. You know, like, for example, um, you know, my, my brother, uh, he was really upset with his girlfriend because she wanted to eat out. And because it's just been Thanksgiving, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to eat out again. It's like, well, why don't you, you know, just say, well, I don't want to eat out. Um, but what if we went home, you know, because I guess you wanted pizza. Well, how about we, we go home and make homemade pizza? We can do something together. You know, that'd be an opportunity to spend time together and do something. Still gets pizza, but it's just not going out to a restaurant. You know, now it's kind of a more intimate thing. Um, so that's kind of those type of opportunities. All right. Before we wrap up, I want to, uh, I want another. Sure. Give me, give me an example. So we've had a great victim versus creator creator. Yep. And we've had a great coach versus rescuer. Mm -hmm. Let's have a, what is it? Challenger versus persecutor. Yeah. Okay. Let's have one of those. So for those, you know, um, persecutor again, kind of that blaming person I know in the past, you know, I blame my, you know, I blame my kids for having a bad day because they're running around or screaming and yelling or my ex. Doing those things that kids yeah, do. Yeah, sure. Or my ex is blaming me for everything. Um, but the challenger would be, you know, for me in my mind is, well, maybe sh my, my ex had a bad day. Maybe, you know, I got home and the kids have just been terrors and she's had a bad day at work. And the kids have been terrorized. She's been dealing with them. Now I'm home, and she needs a break. Instead of just seeing like, oh, no, nope, she's just ragging on me again, and I just wanted to come home and have a nice day or was hoping for dinner on the table instead of, wow, what has she been going through? You know, Or the kids are freaking out. Well, why are the kids freaking out? Did they have a bad day at school? Did something happen? You know, Kind of challenging that, that downward spiral of the negative thinking and trying to get out of that selfish um, thought process and become more selfless and thinking about, okay, what have they been through? And, and kind of get out of that and focus on that to see, you know, because every time I've been able to challenge that, you know, okay, maybe there's something else going on that, that I'm not aware of, then I'm not so grumpy. And I start thinking about them and trying to come up with 
you know, resolutions of how can I help them or, at, you know, oh, going to them and saying, hey, you know, what's going on today? Was it, did something happen? You know, I've noticed you're a little bit on edge. You know, what can I do? You know, and it gets you out of that, that negative funk again, which is why I really like this triangle because it really shifts the, the negative focus on self to kind of a, an external positive focus. Mm. I was just thinking that it's possible probably to be all three of these, uh, just depending on the relationship mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, I can be a, I can be a victim with one, one relationship, a persecutor in another relationship and a, you know, I, I may, I may see my kids and be a persecutor. Whereas with my wife, I'm considered the victim, victim, or yeah. I saw myself as the victim. Um, and then in another circumstance, be the rescuer. I could literally be every one of those depending on the relationship situation and what's going on, which means then to to move through a recovery phase of of dealing with each of those three relationships that I was those things previously, I can now be opposite those things using the, yeah. the, the other the other triangle. Well, I mean, in some ways, you could even be two at the same time. I exactly. mean, because there's time you're re- rescuing your kids, but at the same time, you're like, man, I'm just, there it is. I'm spending more money on those right. those kids again. Yeah, very interesting. I would I'm I kind of think like I said this is a new concept mm-hmm. I I like this I like the visual of it it seems to me that um to one degree or another you feel each of these roles probably in each relationship you have to one degree or another yeah right so the idea is is that you could use this as a tool to identify how you're interacting with mm-hmm. these people at any given time or in different situations and then uh, recognize the behavior and then use the opposite to challenge that or correct it correct. and go forward. I yeah. like that. Yeah, it's to challenge cool. it and very make cool. a positive experience instead of continuing the negatives. I think that's a, a great opportunity to evaluate all of our relationships, yeah. right? I mean, I think uh, obviously the, the relationship that matters the very most is a relationship with a spouse. And then second to that is obviously a relationship to our, to our, with our children. Yeah. And I think those are always evaluated, but... You know, this is, uh, we're just concluding the Thanksgiving weekend, and that traditionally means family and, and those sorts of things. We have famously produced a podcast talking about toxic people and uh, how many people that we have in our life that we consider to be toxic. Mm-hmm. What a great opportunity to evaluate what role we play in each one of those relationships yeah. as they gather, as the family gathers. And and how can we make changes in uh, such that, that Thanksgiving isn't a repeat of last year, for heaven's sakes. Yeah. I mean, we certainly don't want that. And so by evaluating this, this, uh, these triangles and saying, well, I could, I, could leave the, I could leave the persecution role or I could leave the victim role, mm-hmm. and I could move over to then these, these, uh, these ideals of recovery and exercise uh, some sort of a different format in communicating with those family members that may be toxic, that may be difficult, and what an effect, what an effect that might have. Yeah. So <clears throat> I know in my own family, I, I played a role. Yeah. Like, like I think we all do. I think when we gather as family, my, from my family of origin, I played a specific role. And I know when I don't act in those specific roles, everyone's, the question is, is what's wrong with Mike? Right? Yeah. Is he okay? What's going on? Um, and I think those are great opportunities for us to evaluate those circumstances, each one of them, and say, no, I really would like to, I'd like to add a new dimension to this family that, that, I have been, you know, I've been, I've been taking in years past, and I'd rather be giving. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a that's a great opportunity. 
Yeah, I mean, like with my with my divorce, you know, we had all these family traditions that we did, you know, my ex and I and the kids. And then with the divorce, it was like, all right, those are gone. Now what do I do? You know, sure. and you know, and I, I I know in the beginning I wallowed in that, like, oh, I'm not going to get to participate in that. Oh, not going to get to do that anymore. But now I've been, you know, I challenged that, and I've been creating new opportunities, new sure. traditions. You know, we just recently went to the uh, the electric parade that was right after Thanksgiving, and you know, I'd never seen that before, but kids loved it. Um, you know, and for Thanksgiving, I've been going to my best friend's uh, home for Thanksgiving, and you know, and you know, this last year he admitted that he feels like I'm more of a brother to him than his own brother, and I, and I agree, uh, feel the same way, but. You know, we eat food and we play lots of games. We have fun. We laugh. Um, whereas Thanksgiving in the past was always very, you know, you, we went, we didn't talk a lot. You know, we ate food. We kind of just sat around, talked like very surface level, and then right. everyone went home. Where now no one wants to really go home. We're laughing. You know, sometimes we're laughing so hard we're crying, and it's just, it's lots of fun. It's a different experience. Yeah, and yeah. so, but that's something I created instead of just sitting at home and just wallowing in, oh, just another Thanksgiving gone. And yeah. I was, uh, I always had a very sar- sarcastic tone. I grew up, I grew up in my family of origin and, and adopted a very sarcastic, mm-hmm. sharp-witted tongue. And so uh, I, I I filled that role of persecutor. There was nobody that really didn't escape oh, yeah. You know uh, that that sort of tone with me, and uh, it's nice then to 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 be in a place in my own recovery where now when we gather that I I, I don't have to bring that to the table. I can be something different mm-hmm. than that. I can play yeah. a different role, a more positive role. My parents are now aging um, in their mid eighties, and the last thing they need is a is a sharp witted persecuting tongue yeah. from one of their children. Now mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to to be a builder if you will, mm-hmm. to, to, to gather the family and when we're together, make it such that others want to be there as well. Yeah. So good, uh, uh, good topic. Really yes. Good very topic. good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been really good to, uh, this came up in, in my therapy and that, and then I've been using it with my own spon- sponsees and it's been very helpful. Uh, and it's, you know, I, I use this tool quite a bit and it's, at first it was kind of foreign and difficult but then as I started continuing to use it, it just it, it's became, it was so obviously easy, but it's just recognizing those things that I was doing and then being able to flip it. Uh, it took time, but it's definitely been very beneficial. So. Excellent. Very Excellent. nice. Give us the name of the triangles again. What are they? So the, so it's the drama triangle. So that's the one with the victim, persecutor, and rescuer. And then the f- flip of that one is the empowerment triangle. Empowerment. Yep, and that's one with the creator, challenger, and coach. So, yeah. Drama triangle, how fitting. Yes, yes, yes. All right, to any of our listeners out there, give this a try and let us know how it goes. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great feedback. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. All right, well, it's that time. So this is Daniel saying, find humility in your recovery. And this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. And this is Gary saying, do the next right thing. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, or have any suggestions for future episodes, please contact us at 12thsteppodcast at gmail.com. That is 1-2-T-H 
steppodcast at gmail.com. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.